Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, where we go back in time to discuss our favorite toys, one toy line at a time. Hello, and welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, action figure exclusive. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeff, and it's it's the last show, folks. It's the last of the Kenner Star Wars action figure exclusive episodes. We're yeah. we're here to talk about Yak Face, and then uh, we're in uncharted waters. I know. It's uh, wasn't he also known as Yakety Yak? No, but some people <laughs> call him Joe Camel, or as Taylor said, the the, the Marlboro Camel. I said no, the, the Camel Marlboro was camel? the uh, the it was the Camel <laughs> Camel Taylor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well that just shows like because you know i've i've put that that sort of part of my life so far away from me i i don't remember any of it right how long has it been since you smoked oh god uh it's been over 10 years because i don't think i was ever around you when you did so when we've known each other going on 14 oh, wow. years now yeah but i think you just never smoked around me because you know it's a disgusting habit that i loathe um yeah it, and honestly, at the time, I was probably trying to get rid of it. Like it's, yeah, it's the last few years I did not enjoy it. If and kiddos, if you're listening to this, don't ever start smoking. It's awful for you, and it's really Agreed. hard to break the longer you go. Yes, it is. So yeah. we we debated whether or not we were going to talk about Yak Face because he was never released in America. Right. Um. The the. There, there were rumors that it was sold in Canada, but uh, we don't have any definitive proof of that. But it was uh, sold in the European market. And I'm not sure exactly why we didn't get it here. But that's why when you find them now, they are so expensive and it is so difficult to find one on the card. Oh, yeah. uh, I have one of these in my collection. Uh, it was the last of the uh, figures that I was able to procure for obvious reasons. How were you able to get it? Uh, I paid 150 175 bucks for it at a con. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, I just I saved I saved some money for it. That was it was the last one, and I needed it. This is one of the ones that uh, the only reason I know that they never sold. I knew before anybody else did that they never sold them here because this is. I've told the story. I don't know how many times about my mom calling up Kenner to try to get the last four figures that I needed. This was one of them, and they said, "Well, we never actually produced him, so we only have these mm. other three. Interesting. 
So yeah, that's how that worked. Uh, and we, we will eventually, folks, come back probably to the Ewoks and droids figures, but we wanted to wait until we talked about those on the main show. Yeah. Because as it stands now, there's really no reason for us to do a show about the power of the Force line because we talked about every single figure and every single vehicle that was produced True. with these shows and with the, the bonus shows for Patreon you know, over the years. True, but you know we also don't want people to get left out because we also have our top five out of those. Well, that's true. That's true. So we got to get Chris Irons on for that one. Yeah. Come on, Chris. But yeah, well, it's, you know, it's, it's the problem is he's Eastern time and he gets up at like four in the morning as well. So we're going to have to do it like on a Friday night or a, or a Sunday afternoon or something. We'll figure it out. But uh, folks, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Yak Face. Uh, as I said, Yak Face was released on the Power of the Force card in 1985, but was only released apparently in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk a little bit about his backing card. Uh, I do have one of these on card, but it's a gentle giant jumbo version. Okay. Um, but uh, his backing card has a picture of Yak Face in Jabba's uh, on Jabba's sail barge, his pleasure barge, whatever you want to call it. And uh, this one looks pretty accurate based on the photo. You know, obviously they're, they they have trouble doing like the the wispy hair mm-hmm. or whiskers, but I feel like it, it's a pretty good likeness, and I like the uh, sort of hot pink backing. Uh, behind the figure and the uh, the nameplate uh, I think works pretty well yeah I, I do too it's this photo is really hard to tell uh, but yeah it's that, dark it is dark but yeah the hot pink is nice and it it really makes him pop out this is a what's interesting about this is that this was they were saying was a Canadian card even though it was predominantly done in Europe um, this is also one of the the last few that had a coin with it as well because we didn't necessarily talk too much about uh, some of the figures had coins and some of them didn't. But this would have been the last of the collector's coins that went out as well, along with the figure. Yeah, all of all of the Power of the Force figures got released with a coin, and this would have been like one of the last ones. So if you were looking for a complete set, unfortunately, the only way to get that is is to, uh, to import one of these. Face. Yeah. Ugh. I wonder, did they, do you know if they ever did any books for the, um, for the coins? The coins? Yeah. They did, but I'm not sure if there was a place for Yak Face or not. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I would hope not, because that would just, you know, break everyone's mind. You know, our, our, our little collector minds, it would just break them. So, uh, figure itself, let's talk about him. He's got a, uh, we'll, we'll start at the top and work our way down like we always do. Uh, the head sculpt on this one obviously is very unique. Uh, he is, he looks more like a camel than a yak to me. Of course, I've seen more camels than I have yaks in my life. So, um, I may defer to you on that one, but, um, he, he looks like a cross between a yak and like a, a Jim Henson Muppet because he's got these whiskers that come down, but then his head slopes back and he's, it looks like he has no hair on top of his head and it curves around, and is that supposed to be an ear, or is that supposed to be uh, horns on either side of his head? They, so they are ears. ears. I actually had to pull up a picture of Yak Face, uh, which is also known as Salt Marie. Um, but he he does so the the round portions are actually ears. He's got these almost human like earlobes that come off the top of his head, and the top of his head is bald. So he is lacking hair on the top of his head his ears and eyebrows and all of his hair is going to be in his whiskers like a little bit of mustache and around the chin he's got hair there as well and that's it 
but he does like looking at the actual um uh creation he he looks like a camel like a humanized camel yeah i'm not sure whether he went with yak face instead of camel head or something who knows uh, yak face probably no, sounds better there's no telling yeah uh, and then you know, coming down the the front, like so that head sculpt we were talking about, like talking to the back of his head, it is it's it's kind of textured a little bit, um, not terribly much, but it's textured. And there's a seam going down the back of his head, which I assume is just part of the plastic. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got some some hair textured on the bottom of the back of his head. Then you come around the front, and we've got uh, this very long nose that comes down, and these two nostrils that are just it's flat. Everything is flat, and his eyes are black. Yeah. The and then thing. I notice on each side of his face, he's got these bumps just below his eyes. Yeah. They look to be symmetrical on either side. Are you seeing that? Same as me? Yeah, I'm looking. They are not symmetrical. One side has four bumps. One has three. Um, okay. So they're asymmetrical, but they're just like like skin bumps. You know, he's got another one on his right side, kind of up by his eyebrow. Um, One of the things I, I love about this head sculpt is the like you said the texture on the back of the head where it kind of divots and moves down but where the spine would be going back into the head where it curves he almost has like small divots of skin fold where it's almost like his head is having to like kick back a little bit to, to keep upright and so the skin on the neck is actually folded in several spots along the bottom traveling up to the head Oh, I see that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And yeah, and I like that we've got we've got some hair going down the sides, but then like you said, his neck. Yeah, he's got those folds there like he's been leaning over. Um, and the head just sits, I guess, on a post. Um, his neck is very, very, very thick. And it sits on his collar, which is a furred collar, which is weird because it looks like it's a furred collar that has a piece that goes all the way, almost like he's wearing a giant necktie. Right. It's like a Fred Flintstone necktie. Yes. <laughs> right. So that one, um, and I had to look up because I was like, what, what is this? He does have, it's a fuzzy collar. It's not necessarily a collar that wraps around him. It is the inside of his tunic, like the top collar portion. And it goes down uh, on the inside. So it's kind of like fuzzy inside. So all the, fuzziness of the collar and the inside is what is building this fuzziness that Kenner has interpreted almost as into a collar. But right. It's, it's actually a part of his tunic. So it's part of, part of what he's wearing. It's just, it's a sewn onto it basically if it were real. Yeah. From what I'm seeing here, it, it looks like it is the inside portion of his tunic kind of turned out. That's what I was thinking as well. Uh, the only thing that's interesting about it is if you look, and it's, it's fur, folks. It looks very much like Chewbacca or Ewok fur. Um, but coming down from it, as it comes down from where, where it would be like the collar, it looks like there's a pretty hard break where it keeps going down the center of his stomach. Do you see what I'm talking about there? Yes. Yeah. Do it, you think that's it, supposed to be there, or is that just something that they, just some sort of break that was randomly inserted there to make it, give it some texture? I think that's a break that they just put in to kind of give it texture, but I... It's like one of those where it's like, I'm not, like, from the pictures I'm seeing, that fuzziness going down is not a part of the, the outfit. 
So it's it's weird because it's almost like something that they like the where it goes down onto his tunic. It's almost like something they added. Okay, yeah. Just to make it give it a little bit more character, so it's not just one long piece. I think. Right. And then talking about that tunic, it's a really interesting color. It's sort of a. I feel like the the one we're looking at on Rebel Scum. I feel like the uh, the sleeves are supposed to be the true color of the tunic, and it's sort of a. It's a little darker than his than the head, like the skin on his head and the hair and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's supposed to be kind of a beige or a light tan color, right? Yes. Now, okay, so there is there are production stills that have a debate on this. So for the most part, the tunic, the overwrap that he has is that kind of beigey color. So what you see is the the tunic that he has, the shirt, that kind of beige color or that kind of mustardy looking color. That is the actual color of his tunic in the movie. However, um, the there's shots of the actor, I guess, sitting out on set with uh, his hand up, kind of up on his head, you know, and he's like resting. And where the gloves go, the gloves go and stop to a point where he has the, the monster gloves for Yak Face. And then Mm -hmm. there's almost a dark blue navy or almost black shirt underneath. And so I'm thinking what they're doing is that from the production stills, he's not supposed to have necessarily that much of an undershirt or it's not really seen, but he does have kind of this dark navy blue, like three quarter sleeve piece that comes down. On one side, it looks like the glove fits over it. On the other side, it looks like it fits over the glove. So it's kind of like mismatched. Kind of bizarre, yeah. Yeah, but there there is that blue um, as far as like the the kind of pants, what you can see. And then that part of the sleeve, there is some blue showing in the actual. Yeah, it's, it's a dark navy blue, and I think it's good. I think that works better than black would be, yeah. would especially against the, uh, against the tan, the light tan. Yeah. Yeah, because it's almost, in a way, it's almost contrasting, that, that wonderful yeah. tone. Yeah. And again, with the arms, we've got really nice fold work at the elbows, um, and the cuffs are, are, are kind of folded up, and and, um, and at his shoulders, we've got, we've got nice fold work where the tunic is coming down. And what's interesting, on the back, I want you to look at the back of his tunic, because on the front, when we talk about the front of his tunic, the, the chest area, we've got some nice fold work coming down out of the, uh, out of the, 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 the furry stuff. Mm-hmm to where it's kind of hanging. But if you look around the back, you see how it's frayed at the bottom? Yeah, it's it's broken up. Um, almost like it's been ripped. Yeah, that's but weird. Because like it wouldn't be that spot. way on the front. It seems like it should be that way all the way around, right? Yes, I agree. It should be that way all the way around. It's That's one of those where it's like the design on one end doesn't always match with the other side kind of like the the fur tie that goes down the front um that design's a little odd it's not you know uh like the actual uh thing from the movie and then the bottom of the tunic is kind of rough and and chopped up but it's like that all the way around the piece and so it just feels a little off actually it It, it does off yeah it really does and uh, and I, I can't figure out why they would have made that decision on the, the fraying. I like it. I think it's a nice touch. 
uh, keeps him from being too boring, but it's but it's odd. Yeah, it's it's one of those where it's like thinking about it. And I mean, again, they might not have had all the stills that they could get in order to create this one. But right. The the um, I keep calling it a tunic. It's more like a cloak because it is actually long. Um, I was looking at some some of the other pictures here. And it's a long, long piece. Now the bottoms are frayed, but this goes almost all the way down to his his knees uh, or ankles in some areas. So it's like one of those where they could have, you know, done like the cloak, like they would normally have done, or even a soft goods. And they didn't do that with this one. Instead, they they cropped it up and made it really short. Well, and you know, we didn't get a lot of soft goods with Power of the Force. Yeah. Um we we didn't and uh, which is which is odd and it seems like that would have been a good thing to do here yeah but i wonder if you know they kind of knew they weren't going it was the end of the line and they knew they weren't going to get much distribution on it so they just didn't bother i mean we got a few where where it counted you know because we had what was that um i just mean in this pic this figure in particular maybe they knew it wasn't going to get oh. distributed yeah, worldwide I, who knows yeah who knows see that. it's it's odd it's an odd, odd choice, but it's one of those, you know, one of those things that keeps people guessing, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, it keeps people guessing even on the, the fact of why it wasn't even released in the States. I've always wondered that. Yeah. I mean, you figure with everything else releasing, that would have been like, that would have just made sense. Yeah, I, I would love to talk to somebody from Kenner who was in the room where that decision was made and figure out what happened there. Right. Uh, it could have just been an oversight. That simple. Um, so back to the front, you know, uh, below the, the what we're calling the tunic in his, his crotchal area, that's where the, the navy blue starts. And then his legs have these this navy blue pants that, again, match the sleeves. So it almost makes it look like he's wearing like a bodysuit under it, which is odd. But uh, regardless of whatever it is, we've got some really nice fold work, especially going down the back of his legs. A lot of really good fold work coming out of the, the seat of it and at his, uh, at his knees, the bends of his knees and everything and going yeah. into his boots. On the front, it's fairly smooth, but we've got a little bit of like subtle fold work there. We and do. I believe he has uh, a uh, a pocket on his left shin. Yes, there is a there. Randomly looks like a, a cargo pocket. Yeah, um, just kind of right at the knee on the left uh, outside area of the leg. That's odd. <laughs> Again, the, uh, the the the. the the decisions on this one uh, are uh, just you know, leave, leave me leave me guessing. I guess are designed to leave yeah. us guessing. Yeah, because I mean, and, you wouldn't necessarily have seen like there's not a the photos we get of him are going to be on the cell bars, so they're already hard to see. Right. But even at that, like I don't see anything referring to a pocket, so it just seems kind of like an artistic take on on Yak Face here. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll come back to his hands. I want to talk about the boots first because it's the boots almost look like moccasins to me. Do they to you? They do. Yeah. It's almost like a um, moccasin with some sort of frayed tassel at the top. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, the Yeah, the, the tassels, it's like they've got it's it's like they've got like fringe all the way around them. Yeah. Oh, fringe. Thank you. I was trying to remember what. Yeah. It is exactly like French, and it's it's cut in a way that it, it dips down in the front and look a little bit like it's pointing down to his shoes, but it's 
again, one of those things where it's like, you don't really, I, there's not any pictures of his feet. So it's kind of like, again, I think this is the area where they're taking a little bit of artistic license on, on what they're seeing. Um, I know since then, you know, a lot of the yak face uh, figures that they've done where they tried to go back in the archives and look it up, they've added that kind of fringe to the boots, but, and they're supposed to be boots, I believe, but these really do look like moccasins. They do. And it, it's because of that, because it's the color and the way those, the, the fringe just kind of falls down over it and it looks, you know, it's, it's sort of uneven and everything. So it looks like it's sort of haphazardly done. And then it doesn't look like there's a really, it looks like there's a soul there, but it's not a really solid soul. No. On no. there. Yeah. Those shoes are pretty soulless. <laughs> but, but it's ding, ding, ding. Yeah, no, they, but again, but, the, but it's interesting and I like, and it's a different color. It's a, it's a darker, darker tan, sort of a light Brown. It's a different color than anything else we've gotten. So we've got some, and it's even different than the, 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 the fur. So we've got yeah. lots of good, uh, variation in the colors and, but I think it all works. You know, the, the color scheme to me, for me works. I do too. Yeah. Um, his hands are the most interesting thing to me. Uh, well, one of the most interesting things about this figure, I think, uh, because again, this, the skin looks to be almost scaly. Yes, and he's got these huge like I I can't tell if they're supposed to be fingers or if he's just got like mitts. They're camel toes that have been turned into fingers. Uh, (laughs) This is one of those where I had to I had to really look at it and kind of kind of figure out what in the world's going on. But they are they are like like camel hooves, but they're more like fingers. So the the hoof the nail part is long like a like an actual like digit and it looks like um, they're bisected so that he can yeah. like manipulate them yeah the uh you can they're almost like two fingers and then a thumb the thumb is nailless but the other two have like these big long camel style fingernails on the end it's very it's so odd. weird yeah yes. it's really weird you this know, is this is one of the weirder figures that we well that we didn't get, but that we that that they produced for the line. Yeah, well, and it's one of those thinking about it like um, Return of the Jedi has got a lot of very very strange creatures in it, and they're just kind of following through of what you know was in Return of the Jedi. But I think back to like Reeves and how weird you know Reeves' hands are—the big you know small like sausage digits and the big you know scaly almost armadillo style hands and these like especially looking at the picture of the actual thing these things are creepy looking the the toy kind of captures that his fingers are creepy looking they are especially this one yeah yeah a little bit a little bit uh and as far as his accessory he comes with the um it's the uh, the skiff guard uh skiff guard battle staff so it's one that it's a it's a repeat it's not even unique to him no and we talked about it when we talked about uh weak way it's the same it's the same thing uh he can hold it and um that was on the power of the force uh card that 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 came with and um you know again we didn't even see him with it in the movie so i'm not sure why they i guess they thought he needed one but i'm not sure why they decided to go with that one yeah the only the um the only thing that we see him in the movie with is a cup uh, full of drinks. So maybe that was the reason why, because if I remember there's a, 
it's supposed to be a cut scene where it's like reused, and I think Yak Face getting a fight. It's almost like a drunken brawl where they fight each other, and so they're slushing around with their drinks. So instead of promoting that, they decide to just give them some weapons and be like, yeah, they're, you know, they help Java, and we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> it's not right. They're getting drunk on a cell barge and, you know, fighting each other. <laughs> right. You know, heaven forbid we show our, show our characters drinking. Let's just give them a weapon instead. Yeah. That's that's safe for kids. True. Well, I could also imagine, <laughs> like I was sitting there thinking, about, I was like, well, that cup would have to be small. But then I think about like Leia's sporting pistol from um, from the Hoth Leia, and that thing was like, I had that thing lost down the drain within five seconds of opening oh, yeah, it, absolutely. taking it to the bathtub. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's it for the figure. So let's let's talk then, Taylor. What is uh, what is your favorite feature about this toy? I really like that head sculpt. Um, that head sculpt is very nice. The the features that they were able to capture in there, they look incredible. Um, that head sculpt is is pretty spot on. It is. I really, I like the head sculpt. Uh, since you picked that though, I'm going to say for mine is I like the color scheme. I like the fact that they went with the navy blue instead of black. Uh, and they did, instead of giving him all just beige all the way around, I like the little splash of color. And to me, it just works. Um, this figure, it, it gives him a unique look and, uh, you know, what we've seen with Kenner before, they just, they, they know how to mix colors and match things, uh, yeah. match things well. And, uh, I think it just works with this character really, really well. I agree. So what is your least favorite feature about this toy? So my least favorite feature, and I didn't even realize it until we started breaking the figure down, but that tear of the clothing in the back um that bothers me i feel like that should have been brought down a little bit to show that maybe it was something that had been ripped over time but the fact that it's almost even with the the front cut of the tunic but this is the only area that's kind of cut makes that jagged edge feel very very odd and rather forced okay i can see that um i actually kind of like that though because it, it it tells a story we don't know what the story is, but it tells a story about the character, and I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I think mine is the fact that they gave him the same uh, the the skiff guard weapon. Mm, I can see because that. that's it. Just shows that they didn't think that much into this one and um, put that much thought into it, rather. And you know, it, he's on the sail barge. He's not on a skiff, so why would he have that? Right. Just makes no sense to me. That that's the one thing about this that seems lazy to me. I could see that. I could definitely see that. So, what do you think best exemplifies the Kenner line with this toy? You know, for this one, uh, especially with that head sculpt, it comes down to that detail of what they're seeing and giving us again like really good sculpts that have just the right amount of detail to really sell this character. It's not overdone. It's just the right amount, and Kenner's known for that. And I think for me, it's it's the head sculpt is a good example of this. You know, here we're at the end of the line, but they never stopped innovating. They never stopped trying new things. Um, they kind of swung for the fences with this guy in certain respects. And uh, I'm maybe that's why they didn't release it stateside. It looks a little too weird, even compared to everything else. I don't know, but uh, it always just seemed odd to me that we never got it here in the states. And uh, it's a shame, too, because I think this is, you know, it's a really, overall, a really strong figure from Kenner. 
Yeah. So I agree with that. Is this toy cool? Yes. Yeah, but I agree. What's not cool is the fact that it's hard to get. But yes, it is yes. cool. <laughs> it's very hard to get. You can get the gentle giant jumbo one cheaper than you can get the uh, original three and three quarter inch one. That's crazy to think. It's I, wild. I do yeah. Remember when Power of the Force uh, 2 came out, I remember getting a yak face and being so excited because this was the first time any of us were ever going to get to to hold this particular character that had been, you know, overlooked for so long. So I remember right. that being such a big deal. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But but I didn't really like that figure either. We'll talk about that at a later date, I'm sure. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> okay. So folks, that'll do it for this edition of uh, action figure exclusive um, and it will do it for the, the Kenner Star Wars line period so we hope you've enjoyed this journey with us over the last what almost 10 years yeah it's been let's years. see yeah it's it would have been yeah like eight, at least eight we started this yeah I don't know it's been a while crazy, so we do man. thank you and uh, we're going to take some time what we're going to do is we're going to keep doing the Masters of the Universe shows mm-hmm. uh, action figure exclusives we're going to take the rest of this season as we're calling it off from this portion of it. So we'll just have two shows a month for the next couple of months. And then later on in a year, we'll come back with uh, our next, uh, our next action figure exclusive venture, which we are excited to uh, introduce if we haven't already already on the show. I don't know if we've mentioned it or not, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll be back with, uh, with more action figure shows uh, in the near future. (laughs) All right. Until then for talking toys with Taylor and Jeff action figure exclusive. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeff. Remember, they're not dolls. They're action figures. Action figures of, did you say his name is Joe Marlboro? Joe Camel. (laughs) Jay-Z. Some people say Jay-Z looks like Joe Camel. I can't say they're wrong. Nope. Good night, folks. Thank you for listening. For more episodes of this show or other Marvin Dog Media productions, go to marvindogmedia.com to stream or download the shows or to subscribe via iTunes. Email us at marvindogmedia at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at marvindogmedia. Follow us on Pinterest at pinterest.com forward slash marvindogmedia. This podcast has been a production of Marvin Dog Media, all rights reserved. How many times can we say Marvin Dog Media?